Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. It's episode 44, Life Over Par. It is major week. That's right. The U.S. Open is here. And speaking of being here, um, Kevin, Kyle, you're both here. Welcome, both of you. We are here. We're here. Yep. Here, here. Uh, but we were unable to make things work out with the guest that we wanted. He is not here. So hopefully next week we get things figured out there. Um, you know, work comes first, and uh, we understand that. We've dealt with, with that a few times in the 44 episodes here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a little list of things to talk about tonight in this episode. Uh, and then, of course, like always, we'll always finish with our picks for the the ongoing tournament. Um, ongoing because it's, it's Friday. It's already started. We're almost through day two. We're going to know the cut. But uh, we'll we'll get into that later. Anything new with with you boys, Kyle? Um, Saad is being laid. Oh, Ooh, all we man. had to do every time we say something Wasn't on this podcast, something happens. Someone is listening to the podcast. Yep, and they're they're only on three houses so far, but it looks pretty nice. So they haven't got to ours <laughs> yet, but at least they're here. Get the cooler so, of beers out there. Get the grill they're, going. They'll they're skip sitting. a couple houses. Yep. Yeah. I was outside yesterday. Or yeah, I was outside yesterday. Just vacuuming the backyard. Just nosy. And, you know, and <laughs> vacuuming the backyard. <laughs> Mowing the weeds. Yeah. What do you mean by vacuuming the backyard? What else? You ever you seen that? Like, like those videos of like people outside being nosy and they'll like just start like. Sweeping shit and like vacuuming. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, uh, I mean it. It sounds like it'd be hilarious, but I thought oh. maybe you'd be on the patio, but just <laughs> vacuuming your backyard, <laughs> just looking over, seeing yeah. what's going on. You should have made it a real. That was a real missed opportunity <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh, what are you guys doing? Are you? Oh, you're laying sod? Huh. Oh, oh that's vacuuming dirt here. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till I get mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what sucks is um, the first house that got sold here um, was at the corner, um, and then we were the second house to get it. So yesterday I'm like, ooh, they're going to that house first. We're second. We you know, we bought second in here. We should be up next. But no, they're just going right down the line, right behind me. So pretty sure they're going to go behind me and then around me and then hit us. So we're going to be like second to last, I think, to be actually done. Mm. But we're seeing progress, and what sucks is that the three houses that are done, one of them, um, they moved in first, obviously. The second one, um, no one's even there yet. They haven't closed. They're closing in like four days, and these people are going to come in like brand new sod, and I've been sitting on my hands for five months waiting for, for yeah, grass. But they got your money. Oh yeah, they don't these care people. About, yeah. They're like, oh, well, fresh money. Throw some fresh well, grass on there. Yeah, they'll we'll sign these papers. Mm. And then 
there's another group or another the grass uh, is ra- greener on the other side yeah. absolutely we have uh this ranch home that just sold and it looks like it's just like a bachelor in there hidden valley weekend. is it hidden valley hidden valley yep ranch so. He had a, a ranch home, and from there, no good. he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just... There it is. Yeah. And he had, like, he had, a he was playing beer pong, and much just, like, he had his motorcycle out, and, um, pretty envious of this dude. And his, <laughs> and his address is 69. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's the guy oh, from last that episode. Guy. Okay. The guy that offers yep. burgers and beers to the yeah. workers. Please beer pong. Yeah. He's getting sod first. Yeah. Yeah. Way he, before he you. Yeah. He, he's got trees. They got trees. They got mulch. What? He's got they trees? Got Jeez. It's it's not who you know, Kyle. <laughs> it's not <laughs> what you know. It's who you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's however, however you want to finish that phrase, sir. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, but it's Dang. it's exciting to... Our like Facebook chatters going nuts over like who's who's next and who's you know who are you, you working on now? Are you on a Facebook chat with your HOA? Like just everyone here, yeah. And I guess it, we don't technically have an HOA yet because like there's a head of the guy that's like running it, but he's not like the president, I guess. But he's kind of like the one that fills in, obviously, because. He's with the builder with Ryan Holmes, so he like oversees everything until all the properties sell, and then we make our own like council, gotcha. I guess, or however. If I, I would be go, I don't know. muting that chat so fast. Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially when everyone's getting sod before me, I'd say fuck y'all and yeah, mute that for. Yeah. Got to hit the chat up with that. Yeah. Where's my sod? Where's my sod at? Oh, that's right. Where's my sod at? though? <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> play the seniority card. Go steal some yeah. sod. Something new yeah. with you, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> steal the sod. Uh, new with you? Kids uh, out golfing? Oh, yeah. Man, got them in, in so, fresh clothes, looking the part. Yeah, yeah, looking good, playing good. Sunday, we went out to the driving range, and holy crap, that kid just smoked the ball. Consistently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to retire early. <laughs> oh, Love that. oh, sure. And then, sure, you will. A few days later, I don't remember what day it was, we actually went golfing and took him with us, Tuesday. my wife and I. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. And uh, I'm not going to retire early. As a fluke. <laughs> oh. It was a it was a beautiful snap. Uh, <laughs> Britt showing you walking to the tee box. I believe it was three. And then... I didn't get that snap. Will's in the cart with her, and she's like, something like, is is mommy and daddy out playing golf, and you guys are playing too? I think he's like, yeah. Well, is mommy just drinking, though? (laughs) Yeah, mom's just drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, mom was just drinking, and dad was just playing golf, and Will was just, like, chopping wood, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> uh it was crazy at the driving range. I couldn't believe it. He like he would make contact with the ball no matter what. He would take a full backswing, stop, look up at me to make sure I like wasn't in his way or something, and then just swing and hit the ball. Of the gods. Twenty yards. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he was making sure you were watching. He wanted you to see yeah. how well he was doing. Yeah. And I was watching. I was like, 
Damn. Yeah. Hey. Well, he he did better than the three guys that I had on my scramble team last Friday. Yeah, probably. They were from the sounds they were of it. Swinging, missing. If I had three Michelles on my team, we'd be so much better. But still got out and played, so it was nice. Yeah, it was fun taking him out to like the seventh hole. We were all done. Yeah, seventh yeah. hole is when he's. Yeah, I'm, we're trying to get Logan swimming. Like he loves the bath, loves the sprinkler. Dude just does not handle a pool well at all. Dude won't go in. You know, just like hang on to you. Like I put him on my shoulders, like trying to like mm-hmm. run around the pool with him. No go. Like hang on to him and like trying to make him like float and like you know like a jet or trying to make you know car sounds or train sounds. Nothing. Boat sounds. This kid just you're in the water. Cries. <laughs> Try some boat sounds. Yeah. No boat. I guess it was too too. I'd but. be frightened if there were train sounds in the water too. <laughs> Get out of that water quick. <laughs> Boats will make sounds. Yeah, fucking train coming. Boats make sounds. Jet skis make sounds. <laughs> go ahead. Do a jet ski sound for me. <laughs> I'd have to just. There we go. I'd oh, have to do a little research. Spit all over the mic, oh. but oh. if I had a kid, you I know. would know those sounds. Same, <laughs> same as like a but motorcycle or yeah. Uh, so. But you definitely don't go with a train in the water. Yeah. You go know, two-two like a tugboat. There you go. Oh, okay. okay. Tugboats. Okay. <laughs> sure. Tugboats. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it up to Kyle. Pull out the old tugboat. All right. Well, yeah. anything new with so, Nick? What about you? Yeah. <laughs> um, went uh, paddleboarding for my third time ever. That sounds painful. Um, it's yeah, your arms look your arms look huge. Thank you. It's it's more of a problem with the legs, really. You got to get your sea legs. I tell you what, it is something, but it doesn't help that the last time we went, uh, yesterday, uh, it was an hour and 42 minutes that we went. So it's like exhausting really. And then it's kind of windy. It's like, Oh man. So you go all the way around the lake and all the fingers of the lake. She just keep going in all the little channels and back up. Ooh. 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 Guess what I saw in the water though? But I didn't know that Amish could use motorboats. Do you know this? I mean, the Amish around here do pretty much whatever they want. I mean, they're <laughs> in a motorboat. They came up to the boat launch, and they got on their cell phone to call some guy to come pick them up. <laughs> yep. And it came with yep. a truck and backed in, and they loaded the boat up, jumped in the truck, and took off. Like, that is so not Amish. Yeah, it's weird. They pretty much just don't drive. Other than that, they got cell phones. They got boats. They got lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. They got all kinds of shit. They, like, there were three guys fishing, two chicks, I think there was two, and then a baby. And they were not, <laughs> like, like a movie. they weren't Mennonites. They were Amish. They no, they, wearing, they called the Mennonites to come pick them up. <laughs> that's probably what it was. Uh, they had their inch-thick pants on. Um, it was a relaxing day on the water because he had his suspenders hanging down, shirt was <laughs> untucked. Had the nice bowl cut going. Dang. So they were fresh out there. The bonnets were still on, though. Didn't want to let it all out, but yeah. All right, we got breaking news here. We have Brooks Kepka on 18. He had a putt for Eagle. He now just putted, and he's like six-footer. If Where, he makes it. Where's he at he right missed, now? I think he is one under or even. Tell so him. I think if he needs to yeah. finish even, if he finishes, yeah, he can be what? matched with Bryson to finish even. 
This is all yeah. working out. So I think he's. I I gotta check it. Breaking news. One second. Is he okay. doing? Is he doing this on purpose? We'll move forward. You keep paying <laughs> yeah. attention a little bit. Um, Brooks yeah. is even right now. Yeah. That's... So he he misses this. Could be a possibility. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's uh, new with me. I'm still getting into the swing of things of a paddleboard. Sounds awful. It's interesting. Um, yeah. You'd have like a little like little motor on on the backyard just in case you like yeah are exhausted, but you don't want to show like you're exhausted. Just put it just a, a trolling motor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, they do make little like seat attachments on those things, so you can sit down. Mm. Maybe look into those. I don't know. Yeah, you've got way more balance than I do. I would. Oh no, I would no. be tired trying to start. Nope, I need to be on ice skates on frozen water. A 34-inch wide board on water water? <laughs> That's not me. No. I just can't get it, but I'm working at it. And for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. All right. We'll jump into our picks here from last week. Um, yeah. These are the last set of picks that don't count for our money deal going on that Kyle is going to keep track of. I'm relying yep. on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. So, Give me the money. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I both had only one guy make the cut of our two. <laughs> Kevin had both of his guys. Good picking. Good picking there. Thanks. Ian Poulter, T25. Matt Fitzpatrick, T10. Not not too shabby. Not too shabby. Kyle's uh, pick for winner, initial pick, was uh, Patton Kazire. Missed the cut. But your dark horse, Jonathan Vegas, pulled through for you with a tie for second. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, I, I took... Ro- Go ahead. I almost rode that horse this week. So Vegas? I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I didn't. But. Uh, I had Tyrrell Hatton, also tied for second. So not too too bad there for us, Kyle, picking those guys. And then Rafa Cabrera-Bello, uh, my dark horse, missed the cut. And yeah, so just like as a as a scale we have for finishing second, I think our guy's got like four hundred and like seventy thousand. Kevin's two picks, I think, totaled like two hundred and something, I wanna say. So like just as a yeah. heads up. No, doesn't matter. But the last week that doesn't count. No. This is the one that will count. Um and wouldn't you know it, it's another week of we pick a guy and then next week he does well. Yeah, and who would have thought it would have been Rafa, not me. RCB, who would have, who would have thought? He's doing fairly well. What is he? T four? Maybe he's... yeah, he's right there. Uh, watching Morikawa finish. Uh, he's actually tenth right now. Ooh, he dropped a little. He's minus. Yeah, oh, he plus, plus two, two for the day. Tenth yeah, place. He's okay. Tenth though, but yeah, he's right there. He's he's only on hole thirteen. He could still do better. Well, I guess he could do worse, but definitely better this week than he was last week. And, you know, really all you got to do is talk about the guy and they'll do better the next week. Yeah, here we go, guys. Oh, this is this is going to be just riveting uh, podcast oh, stuff. Oh, oh, oh can't like, see shit. It's so bright. Here Sorry. They're going to love this on the podcast. Oh, he missed he it. missed it. Yeah, he did. He, he wanted he to. Made. So he, even he, he wants the matchup. Both of them. He's wanted it. Oh yeah. There's just there's just but a lot of people. Somebody, there's a lot of people at even. So so I don't know how they're gonna do that pairing. I think it's. Once I mean, you how finish, are they gonna do that? The, the the PGA says, hey, guess what? You guys are both even. 
Everybody wants it. You guys are playing together on Saturday. Because one, you have one, two, That's three, how you do it. four, five, six, seven. You have seven people that are even. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. All right. Sounds like they're both even. They're paired together. I mean, that seems simple enough. Yeah, put Morikawa with Justin Thomas, and then you put Bryson with Brooks. Let's go. I wonder when we'll find out when the pairings are. Later tonight, I would assume. Yeah. Probably after we're done here. Looks like the cut line is going to be right at plus four, I think. That could help. Yeah, plus four is uh, the cut line as of right now. Okay. So. Well, we're going to jump back just a bit. We'll get, yeah. we'll get into uh, the U.S. Open here. Um, I want to touch on the cap outing that happened uh, this past Monday, 14th. Uh, was basically the best weather you could have ever asked for for a golf outing Indeed. on that day. Like Absolutely 75. perfect. Um, the outing raised a good sum of money to go toward the scholarship for a, a yearly scholarship. Um, I don't know. i got to talk a little more with, with the guys that set it up. If that's just a scholarship for Claire or if it's a scholarship that goes Claire and one for Farwell since Cap was no. kind of a guy in the community of both. So could be, hmm. but they did they did well. Um, everybody was you know fairly generous. Um, it was a lot of fun. I really didn't hear one person that said, you know, they didn't have fun or, you know, the course was too hard or anything like that. Um, a lot of fun. Um, going by our scores of the first nine, though, you would have thought the course was extremely hard. Oh, yeah? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well <clears throat> through the first seven holes. Where do, what hole did you start on? We started right on one. You know, oh, it, 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 helped, it helps to have the GM on, you know, on your team because <laughs> they kind of want you to finish on 18 close to the clubhouse, and then, unfortunately, she gets right back into work. So... Kind of scheduled it to where she could be back to the clubhouse before everybody else, kind of. Kind of. So, through the first seven holes, though, oh, we were two under. It was looking bad. What? Yep. We birdied How? the first hole. Yeah. Uh, part two, part three, part four, part five. Part two and three? And five. Both par fives. We part them both. What was she doing? Whoa. <laughs> Settle. It's a team effort here. Yeah, but you were banking well, on the should... ringer. Yeah, well, you, can have, you can have a... She can drive the green on two. Here's, here's the thing. She probably drive the green on three. She can't drive the green on two. They don't give me not two, shit. But three. Five. Yeah. The, wind, the wind was in your face on two, which was the long drive hole for the guys. Um, controversy on on the long drive for the guys on whether it was legal or not, or somebody screwed up where they put their proxy something because oh, you get a long drive into the wind to where the proxy's down by like the 130 to the pin on two. No chance. Not a chance. The wind could be at your back. You're not hitting it that far. No. So I I don't know this for a fact, but I think somebody used their pinkies, you know, so everybody moves up to the women's tees, and then he counted that as a long drive. Oh, we're not supposed to do and that. And you're not supposed to do that. It was said beforehand, if you're using those to move forward, 
you disqualify yourself for a long drive. But I think that had to have been what happened because <laughs> not a chance it goes that far. Hmm. But anyway, <sighs> yeah, um, had the pin on the back hill, second tier. You know how it kind of, yeah. that little bump there, they put it right on there. So you got to be perfect. If you go just a little yeah. right, it falls way right. If you go just a little left, it falls way left. So Ugh. it was a tough one. They but move that by Monday. Uh, they didn't. Uh, we didn't play the front, though. No, but they didn't move them <laughs> Son of a- for league. I mean, for us, this week they will, yes, but for league that night, it wasn't moved. Everything was the same. Right, right. Yeah. But by the time we get there, better not be. Yeah, by this coming Monday, yeah, it'll be different. All different. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, through seven holes, we were only two under. We birdied one. We birdied six. That was a good birdie on six. Yeah. Uh, Randon put it to about you know, six feet. Made the putt. How is he? I got to say, you know that what? is a terrible score for you four. I know. <laughs> he played pretty well. Yeah. He did play pretty well. And Wise, he said he's only played twice since the start of this season. Not next And I was like, mm, I guess we'll see how we do. He's only played twice. He played pretty well. So it was like. Two guys playing pretty well, and and I was like, mm, I was pretty well, I guess, for my standards, I guess, that I put on myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sammy was just hitting drives for the most part, how she normally does. Yeah. Pretty good, mostly center, and we couldn't capitalize on stuff. It was just kind of, we weren't really yeah. playing bad. We just weren't making good shots. We were making well, average shots and not capitalizing on things. Well, it seems like you guys are going to heat up here on that second nine, which that's always good to get on a roll and well, get the morale. Then like, all right, now we have a couple beers. I'll, now now yeah. we got something. I'll finish with this. Two under through seven, and we finished 14 under. Damn. So we picked it up. So we birdied eight. We eagled nine to finish out the front nine. So that was a good way to eagled close nine. out that front nine. Yep, that par four. How do you eagle that? Oh, we're just skilled. <laughs> we're pretty skilled. Uh, uh, nine was long drive for for women. Use Sammy's drive. She won. Yep, she won. Um, <laughs> and then I believe it was her approach shot to like a foot. But they had like what they mentioned before in the cap episode, how the Harris family said foot wedges. Ooh, nice. Well, I wanted to make sure this was legal, so I sent Spranger a text. And I said, are you allowed to use a foot wedge as a putt? And he says, yes, you can use it as a putt. I was like, all right, here we go. Kick it one foot in the hole. Counts as a two. There we go. That's, Eagle. That's fine. <laughs> so we're not that's sure fine. if other people, I'm sure they did. But I was like, all right, all right is any other team going to think of using the foot wedge for a kick-in putt? I, I don't didn't know. Say so that's what we did. Got the Eagle. Started out 11. Uh, that's where they had the the AR-15, uh, the golf ball gun. Yeah. You know, they really hyped that thing up to shoot three or 400 yards. It didn't go any farther in my drive. <laughs> that thing, I feel like I've never seen one of those shoot well. They shoot, for the most part, the R4 shots, they shot straight. Really? But That's they good. just didn't shoot very far. So it was basically like, all right, 
I can hit my driver that far, but I can just aim this gun and put it right to the center, kind of like put it where I want. So that's what we you, decided you to can't, do. Oh, you couldn't do both? No. Nope. Oh. And they made good money on that gun. So that worked out well for them. Your sister and brother-in-law were running that how, gun. Yeah. Yeah. How do they? How the heck do they even get those? Uh, Brian or there's an attachment. Steve's uh, brother, I think his name's Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one, at least one. I don't know if he had two. They had two guns there, but I think only one was being used. They had a backup just in case. And uh, yeah, so we shot the gun, got up there. Uh, I hit a three wood, just about as well as I could. And then Randon chipped it in. I think I sent you yeah. that, that video. He mm-hmm. chipped yeah. it in from about 35, 40 yards. It was pretty good nice. for an eagle. So we're like, okay, here we go. Eagle, eagle. Oh, forgot about 10. We only parted 10. But then eagle on 11. Uh, birdie on 12. Eagle on 13. Birdie 14. Birdie 15. So there's a good stretch right there. Right. Par, par for 16, 17. And then eagled 18. I chipped in on 18. So Sammy's drive right up oh, by the nice. green. And then I chipped it in um, to make an eagle on that hole. And we're like, holy shit. We From two yeah. under through seven, we got to 14 from, under. Yeah, from the grave. Yeah, a lot better than I thought we'd do. Um, threw down some beers, had a good time, had pizza, had... You know, had some glizzies on the turn. Nice. <laughs> had to be uh, on the lookout, make sure no one's watching while you're eating. You know, all that good, that good stuff. That was hilarious today. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. And then, you know, a bunch of giveaway stuff for putting tickets in the yeah. baskets and everything. What was all like the prizes and stuff? And the, oh, how did, uh, how did I do at the uh, donut hole? Whatever. Ooh, ooh Randon did was the donut hole leader for our team. Um, There was no shot of beating the guy. So here's the donut hole. It was on 16. And if you were the fastest to eat a donut hole, they took two strokes off your score. That's how they did it. The fastest, like... You had to eat four donut holes in the fastest time. Compared to who? Everybody? Everybody is timed. Yeah. And, And you could do it. Everybody could do it on your team. But I was like... So at the end of it all, they yep. took away two yeah. strokes from Correct. the fastest. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yep. So whoever's team the fastest eater was on, they'd take two strokes off. Well, these things were good-sized donut holes. <laughs> and I had one that was in the clubhouse before we started. They make your mouth so dry. Oh, yeah. Like there's, right. there's no way you're eating these things fast. Uh, Randon was our guy. We were about 45 seconds in, and he had one and a half down. We're like, okay, this isn't good. <laughs> All right, let's so just now go he's on. just like gingerly eating these things, just enjoying some donut holes. <laughs> the guy that had the fastest time was 24 seconds for four. Wow. Could you dunk him? You, you said, uh, Rhino there said you could basically do whatever you want. He says, this is a contest. It ain't meant to be, meant to be pretty. This, this can get messy. Yeah, Love Man, that. you guys missed an opportunity so, there. Yeah, scrunch up the, yeah, to soak them. Yeah, my thought was like dunk them in some water or soak them all before you start. That way you could just get yep. them in, your mouth doesn't get dry, and you quickly swallow them. You're still not getting six seconds of donut hole. Oh, yeah. Average. Yeah. It was so fast. It was unbelievable. I swallow those fuckers whole. 
I'd like to see mm. it because this was unbelievably <laughs> fast for what I could tell these donuts were. Like, the good size, they're dry as shit. Not happening. Well, I had some cows and donuts, donut holes. These weren't your normal donut holes. They were a little <laughs> bit bigger than what you normally get there. Normal. Next next week, we'll time you. Bring, bring your donut holes. We'll... All right. All right. They do donut holes on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And we, I'm not. All right. We bring them. But, uh, yeah, that was a cap outing. Um, we've got some ideas kind of for next year. You know, they're going to go through everything, like what worked out yeah, good, well, what made yeah. more money toward the charity than the other things. What do we cut out? What do we add? So, um, Any sweet prizes? Yeah, I want a Blackstone flat top, uh, portable one, 24 or 22-inch flat top blackstone grill griddle i heard you got oh. a lot i heard you got a lot of offers for it before I did. he left i did didn't take any of them had a boy yeah nice but yeah it was a good time um your rope idea from last episode you brought up mm-hmm. i think uh that's gonna be implemented next year with a little bit of a twist instead of everybody gets a one foot rope or whatever the more you pay the more you pay the longer rope you get but it's as a team right so if you have, let's say you pay for a 10-foot rope, because it's probably going to be, we don't know just what it would be yet, but let's say if it's 20 bucks a foot. Yeah. You get a 10-foot rope, you just spent $200 for this rope. Mm-hmm. If you have a three-foot putt, you get to cut three feet off the rope that you use, and now you have seven feet of rope. Well, we got to carry scissors right. in our golf bag. So now. you can use it throughout the whole round. <laughs> no, we, we had it. Yeah, we had it where there's actual like, we had the ropes, but also uh, many clubs I've had where we've worked at, we've done like yardsticks. You just get cheap yardsticks at like Lowe's and you just buy a yardstick. And if you use a seven inch putt, then you, then you take a Sharpie and mark it. And, all right, so you only have this much left. And then okay, that's what you just subtract whatever you need to use of that yardstick. And you can use that as many times as you want. If you can manipulate it where you have a good putter and can use yeah. like three inches and just keep going down, mm-hmm. it's really beneficial. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Eventually, you know, by next year, we'll, we'll figure everything out and what's going to happen. Um, I'm acting like the cart situation it, was good I'm for you guys really. too. <laughs> well, we worked it all out. We got 10 carts from a neighboring That's golf awesome. course and it, it worked out. Yeah. Sweet. So. That was uh, the cap outing. It'll be another good one next year. Um, Kyle, I was told by Brian, he said, we're not going to use the Kyle's rope thing that he talked about unless he can make it next year, which I doubt that's what's really going to happen. We're going to use it anyway. (laughs) But he said, you got to make it next year, and hopefully Kevin's got a little time he can put for time off and we'll actually have a full... Yeah, are we? Are they still planning? Two. Are you still planning on doing it like on a Monday? Dude, it worked out so good. Likely. It really it did. did. It did. It worked out good. A lot of people Probably said good. that it worked good yeah. for a Monday. Probably also, good for the obviously for the course as well. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's great. a great outing. You know, there's not much going on other than like leagues in the afternoon. Yeah, that's yeah, it didn't affect really league at all. all. Yeah, really, the they only thing it affected was like maybe f- two teams for Monday Night League decided not to play. After the outing, but those guys were involved in yeah. the planning and right everything. All right, for the most part, maybe they were. Maybe do yeah. a long, long weekend, like a Saturday to like 
Wednesday next year. Mm-hmm. So I I did the, I did the eighteen for the outing. I did nine after for league. Um, shot a forty one there, and then did nine wow. more after that. So I played thirty six holes that day. It was exhausting. <laughs> I got to the course at six a.m. Yeah, I left I the course that. at ten p.m. It was a long Damn. day. It was a long day. Beat the boss there. No big deal. <laughs> Sound, it sounds like a great day. It was oh, fun. Yeah. It was great a lot day. of fun. Yeah. That that drone footage you had was awesome. I feel like I should have done more. If I if I can, I would have liked to record a lot more stuff during the round to really show people enjoying the outing and everything. But yeah, trying to stay focused, to- man, and you can't. Shoot fourteen hundred, not be focused. No, you couldn't. That's something you wouldn't be able to play. No, if you were going to do I'd something have to like not that, not play and do that. Yeah, we can't. That can't happen. So, yeah. Anyways, anyways, so playing a lot of golf. Had league on Wednesday, and um, I don't know if Kevin's reached this point in his golf game yet. I bet Kyle has. Oh. Where. Or maybe it's just me and my my brain through golf, but I feel like I've hit the point where I'm leaving the course more frustrated than when I got there because I feel like I'm not playing well, and I don't know how to change that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can throw in, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, it's fr- yeah, it's pretty frustrating. It's like my scoring average for the longest time was like. I go out and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out and play 18 holes. I'm going to shoot between 78 and 82. So I'm like, why don't I just write that in the bottom of my scorecard and then save myself four hours because that's exactly what I'm going to do. And it was just so, like, discouraging that you couldn't find something in the round to, like, or, you know, there's always, like, one shot. Obviously, you want to get to a point where, you know, you're lowering your handicap. It only takes a few swings in order for you to get back right where you were. Or, you know, you miss a putt that you should have made. It gets pretty stagnant, you know. And it is very frustrating, but from that, you just have to take what the good shots are and just make sure you stay committed to all your shots. It's the only thing I can say is, like, pick, you know, three good shots you had for the day and then pick three of your worst swings or maybe even a putt and go by those three. And then don't worry about the rest of the whole round. Why did you hit those three shots good and why did you hit those three shots bad? And then try to like implement that on your next. All right, I'm gonna do this more moving forward because these series, these three swings, I was more committed, or uh, the yardage was really good for for these three shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, nope. or, or it's just like one hole is just a bitch, and you just you just can't <laughs> like one one hole is like this 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 yeah. eats my scorecard all the time. Like I just can't get this, but you just gotta eleven. <laughs> you know. 11. That's the thing, like eleven. Yeah, you hit driver every time there. I bet if you hit, I don't like Kevin doesn't five, anymore. I top my I top my second shot every single time. <laughs> every every time. single and, time. And don't so if you're hit using a metal wood, don't use it or a hybrid, don't use it. Hit a seven iron and like wow. No, use your was, hybrid for sure. I topped my hybrid last time. You tried your three wood. Yeah, this the week before that I topped my <laughs> hybrid twice. I'm telling you, yeah, you did. Use, Next yeah, time you, you go out there, you hit a six iron, and if you hear if you peer it, I'd be like, "Damn, Kyle, 
good work. Or if you top it again, you're like, should have used a fucking three wood. <laughs> Stupid Kyle, you're an idiot. Every every other week when we play the back, my second shot, I throw the club back in the bag and go, why the fuck did I grab that club? Yep. Every <laughs> time. And it's every a hybrid time. or it's the three wood. Yep. I try matter. to be like, nice and easy. Just easy swing. Here we go. Nice and easy. The thing is, is that you, you on yours, you, you like hundred downswing, you like your left foot is already up off the ground before you even hit the ball because you're so far back because you just want to get the ball up in the air. And so that's what's topping the ball. Mm. I feel like you just have to shift that weight to the left side, man. And then if you do that, if you do it hard enough, watch that fucker go left OB. <laughs> yeah, it can happen too <laughs> real quick. Uh, but, but yeah, six like, iron, man. Kevin, six lately, iron. it seems to... like you are pretty consistent mm-hmm. with uh, 46 to 48 right now, which yeah. is pretty good. That's pretty good for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not to the point where I'm bored with that. So, <laughs> I used to be pretty okay with bogey golf, being like, "All right, 45, okay, bogey golf." And now, if I shoot a 45, I am so frustrated with myself, and I hate that. Yeah. Like I shot on Wednesday, I felt like it was one of the most frustrating rounds of golf I've ever played, and I shot a 43. No, hey, I shot a 44. As your partner, I hate that too. I know. Because the whole time I'm just like, it's one hole, Nick. I know. Calm down, man. It's and fine. I try. Get out of your own fucking head for two I seconds. Try. <laughs> but I'm I'm at the point, and I shouldn't, but it's just like what's in my head. Like, I should be playing better. I know I can. And then when something goes wrong, I'm John Rahm out there. <laughs> Oh yeah, and his fucking kneecaps and everything. Yeah, I've. I mean, you had a great drive. Well, last time when we played the Eagle Glen, I don't know, it was a back nine, maybe fourteen or something, and you just smashed one. Mm-hmm. And I can, and I can also yeah. throw it extremely right. You can. And then, I and then you, then you had two chips, and you're just like, "What am I doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just those kind of things where. Uh, for me now, I'm never fr- like I rarely am frustrated on a golf course because how little I practice. Like, how much can you really expect from yourself when you go out when you don't play or do any of that? So when you do oh, you're, practice, you're a lot, reverting back to my level of golf. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you're just maybe reverting back in a mindset, which is yeah. good. It's just it's just that like expectations. Like when you go out for the first time and play a round of golf, usually you play pretty good because you don't really have any like tendencies you don't you know kind of open-minded like oh i guess that's what i am today but you play like every other day or every day you're just like i didn't do that yesterday the ball position's the same the ball's still right there the clubs are the same i feel like i'm doing the same swing and i'm yep. eight strokes higher yep like, I have what a, am i doing i have a weird observation because like with you and josh who we've had on the show mm-hmm. i feel like every time you guys golf with me you suck you play down to me. It happens a lot. But when I play with somebody who is terrible, I do better. I saw it in Kentucky. When I'm in a group with someone and they are all flopping, I am so playing my best golf. And this past week, no offense to those boys, I they're good golfers, yeah, they but were, they had a rough week. They had a rough week. And I played well. You, you did. For me. Yeah, you did. 
So do you think that it gets in your head like, eh, I'm not really playing that bad. Look how these guys are doing. <laughs> I don't, Is that something that's rolling know. in there? I don't know. It's weird. Because hmm. my, me and my dad are, I would say now we're pretty even matched. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we played this past Sunday and we, I think I beat him by three strokes total, two on one side and one on the other. We were pretty back and forth, but I don't know. It's weird. You beat your father? I did. <laughs> it might be the first time, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just think, like, I especially when you're <laughs> – when you play, um, especially when it comes to if you're playing a lot or if you're playing with people that you're comfortable with playing or you kind of have that pressure of, like, we've been talking all week about this, like, putting that extra pressure on yourself could really st- stagger your, your mental game so yeah. much. Like, when I play with my dad – my dad plays like absolute garbage because he wants me to play really well, and like vice versa. I really want him to play really well, um, but if I play with someone that's not as uh, less skilled than me, I feel like I'm a lot better just because like I don't worry about where the shot goes. I just hit it, and then I'm like, we'll go look for your ball, or if you're looking for a tip, or trying to give people yardages. Like if if they're better than me, like that's when I feel uncomfortable. Because from that aspect, it's like, oh shit! Like, we're actually playing, playing yeah. golf. Like, this is like playing, yeah. playing golf. Like, yeah. It, See, if and for me, I go into all these matches assuming they're better than me. Yeah. And then if they play terrible, I just excel from there. I don't know why, but if I'm playing yeah. with somebody that I don't, I'm not really familiar with them, but they are just playing terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My game's great. <laughs> yeah. Lately, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it has been. I mean, no offense to those boys, like you said before, but well, I noticed it mostly in Kentucky. Smoked them. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky the same way. Like first That's day, how- we had a pretty good group. Uh, uh, Carl, but you know, yeah. Carl. Sorry, sorry, Carl. We love you, Carl. <laughs> love you, Carl. <laughs> but uh, and then I fell apart on like the last five holes, and then the next two days. The guys I were playing with are good golfers, but they had bad days, and I just excelled. I don't oh, know. Yeah, steady the ship and just ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. too high or too low. So, mm. but when I played like PGA sections, um, like qualifiers, um, stuff like that. I'll shoot. I'll shoot anywhere. I'll shoot like seventy-eight to like eighty. Six, like that's how extreme I am. Like it's never. If I'm going out and just golfing. I rarely shoot anything over an 82. But I'm in these big events, and it adds a couple of strokes because your first few swings are tentative, and you're not mm-hmm. committed, and you're just you're just nervous. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, there was there was a quote from Bubba that I think I need to really read into. Bubba's doing great for my mindset, at least on, on the course, um, he was quoted saying, talking about my mental struggles in everyday life, forget golf, just everyday life, trying to be the husband I need to be, trying to be the parent I need to be, the friend I need to be to so many people. That's really the most important thing. So when you hit a bad shot, I'm going to get upset about it, but 
it really means nothing. Dang, that's such a good quote, especially from him. Yeah, and he's been out there about a lot of mental struggles that he's had. And I feel like I can connect with him a little bit with just my mental game is broke. Yeah. I feel there. like I feel like that connects more to you than it does to Bubba because Bubba's livelihood is golf. So, you know, if, yeah. if he hits a bad shot, it's his livelihood is golf. Not to say like he doesn't I mean, need to do good anymore, but I mean right. he's won. He's set. He's made his money. He's he is a very generous guy now. He could live off a a social media influencer for the rest of his life he easily. Could, I mean, he could be a, a an announcer. He could be a a commentator guy for golf stuff. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It applies that's more just, it applies more to the average guy than it does to Bubba. Yeah. And he just takes pride. Uh I mean, obviously with his family and trying like just saying he wants to be a better friend. He just went completely one eighty, especially with the Ryder Cup, how that all went down and he didn't get picked. And he was you know, he kinda had that bruised ego, um, kind of standoffish guy. Where now he like last Ryder Cup he was assistant captain and wanting to be in in the wanting to be you know everyone's friend and, and trying to make you know the best of the situation even though he didn't qualify he understood he didn't take you know anything bad out of the situation of him not getting picked and he turned it into a positive so I think that was really cool yeah so yeah that was just something I felt like seeing your perspective on it. Since you probably went through it, Kevin, I don't know if you'll get there. I mean, you're playing a lot. You're getting better. I don't know if I want to, seeing the mental anguish it's taken on you. I know, right? You <laughs> just need to yeah. it's, one it's tough. shot if you, if you, at a time. You just get so focused, and it's just like everything, it means so much to you. It's like, well, at least it's better than working. I'd snap my club in half and be like, no, it's not. I'd rather be working. At least I'd be making money. Like I'm out here just fucking like – making my yeah brain explode. I'm so, so mad at myself. It's like I, I get out of work early to go play league, and it's like I should be having golf relieve the frustrations of, of whatever it was during yeah. work, if that built up frustration. But really, it's like right now this is causing me to be more frustrated with myself than anything, and I leave the course in this like so upset. No, nah, it's man. just I hate it. You guys need to relax. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in a bad day on the golf course. Is you said that than so easily. Work. You said that so easily. What? I'm say it's easy to say. <laughs> that well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm not, that's a great uh, spot to be in. I guess. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in that I'm in that spot right now too. Because obviously I don't play that much, so anytime I get to go out is definitely a treat, and it's it's a lot like, of fun. Like Monday with the outing. Mm-hmm. I thought about it all day. Me too. I don't want to be here. I'd rather I be there. I, I, oh, when I woke up, when I got Logan off, when I dropped Logan off, when I, yeah, I clocked into work, I'm like, dang, I wonder what, that's why I was texting you. I'm like, hey, where's the footage? Let me know. And you, yeah. it's not like one snap. I'm like, damn, like, Damn. I felt like I got to focus. I was in the moment, man. He was busy was going there. 207 holes. And I tell <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, turn it around. I tell you, during the outing, the mindset was, this really doesn't matter. We're just having fun. And as soon as league started, the brain shifted to, we need to win this. Yeah. And and that is what hurts. It just hurts 
my was, game. It was probably for the best for league that I wasn't there because, like I told you, at league, uh, if I'd have done the outing, I would have had to call in sick for league. <laughs> yeah, just tired. Yeah, tired. Probably drunk. Dude, I don't know. By the end of the day, my eyes hurt. Probably. My De- eyes hurt drunk. from being out in the sun so much. I told you I had a headache. Yeah. Did you go Phil Mickelson with some sunglasses? Yeah, we were not. driving up to 13, and he's a. He didn't say it like this, but the hangover was kicking in on 13. Already. I don't think so. <laughs> I only had nine. I only had nine beers throughout. Right, it was the sun throughout the day. Maybe it was the sun. I, don't know. I think it was just being out in the sun for all day. I don't know. My eyes hurt and caused a headache. I don't know. Yeah. From that aspect, you just have to make it where you hit a bad shot. Like, okay, what's the worst I can have? Like, okay, I hit it in the woods. I still have a shot out. Okay, what do I want to make here? What's the biggest number? Like, okay, bogey. You can still get it out in the fairway, get around the green somewhere, trip on to make a putt and make a bogey. Like, that's how you really have to, like, simplify it in that way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I hit it in the woods. Yep, I'm going to take a double here. Yeah, but it's gonna so. be a good double, or you take a like I've I've made so many triples with like making a twenty five footer. I'm like that was awesome. Then and my perspective completely changed. Like if I like four putted for a triple, I'd be so pissed. Yeah, but I made a twenty footer for a triple, and it's the same damn score, but just your mindset just switches. So save that. This past Wednesday league, we played the back. My first, my first shot on ten. <laughs> Somehow hooked the shit out of it when OB. So I reteed, blew it out to the right into the thick grass, couldn't find it, had to drop. That was Wednesday? That was I think that was Wednesday, wasn't it? Sounds like Monday. Was that Monday? And I thought it was Wednesday. Is that how I started Monday? I believe so. How drunk were you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well you definitely lost it in the grass. Well, I know I did that did one of those OB days. First? I don't know. Seems like tens are your nemesis. You hit it in the in the Well, yeah, I tell you it, what, I got a six on the hole. Can oh. you believe that shit? Teed up That's, from the three, put it in the shit, had to drop and got a six. Was that yes. Monday then? I think so. Okay. I guess it was Monday. <laughs> I, I can't remember all these days. I don't know if you went OB. You we definitely lost your ball in the shit. Then it had to have been. Can't remember. Uh, anyway, so long ago. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And then you start like that, and you're like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> and then your mind is shit for the rest of the round. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't feel like you had to play catch up, but it's like, okay, you're looking like, all right, a plus four through the first two holes. Like, I can't. I got to par out and and have a chance for birdie to get one back. And then if I make a par, you're like, fuck. Then you're like pressing because you're like, that should have been an easy birdie. And I just, yeah, I can snowball. You just mm-hmm. have to. Really step back. My thing is, like, I step back and I'm like, how would I feel if I, like, someone else acted like I acted? My dad made that when I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know, probably 14 or 15. He's like, you're not fun to play with right now. And, and I went and uh, I, he went golfing one day and I'm like, hey, can I go with you? He's like, no. <laughs> like, that a boy, like, Chaz. Yeah. He, he just put, put, put his a, foot down. That was yeah, a he, lesson right there. He put his foot down. He's like, I don't like playing with you because you just get so frustrated and you're just not fun to play with. And and that kind of switched my mind like, wow. So now you just kind of put yourself in other people's shoes. And I feel like that's me. You, I need someone to put a foot down. Do you absolutely hate playing with your dad when he 
plays terrible. Yes, I yeah, feel so bad. Me too. Yeah, I feel really bad because it's like you, he just because, like hits a bad shot and you're like, yeesh, like like you, you, you damn yeah, it, can play and, <laughs> yeah. Especially if we play like I'm giving you five aside, really? That's so much, and then it's really not that much. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. So. And he uses the five in the first three holes, and you're like, okay, okay, I gotta start fucking up here. Yeah, I don't have yeah. that. I don't have that problem, but just <laughs> when my dad hits a bad shot, I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, or I'm like, did you hit yet? No, I didn't see it. Go to TOT again. I didn't see nothing. I don't know. But. All right. Um, something that that came up uh, for the the PGA just recently. Um, they're going to ban green reading books starting next season. For or against it? Uh, I'm I'm for it. You're yeah. for the ban. I'm for players not being able to look at a green book that tells you every slope on the green. I guess I'm not smart enough to know what a green book is because I don't know, like, it's just arrows pointing one way or, like, I, I just don't understand that. Is it, like, yeah, I'm not you don't want to... educated like, enough uh, to have an opinion. Right, like if it's uh, Tiger Woods 2006, like where like they see like the beads. It's, a, like, oh, it's from my understanding, it's like a grid on the green that shows you basically every slope, so you can put yourself where your ball is on there, and where the hole is, and basically like you look down the line. We're like, okay, well, book says this is the break here, so it pretty much tells you how the break's going to be. Like, and wow. I feel like if you're a pro golfer, part of your talent, your skill is the ability to read a green. And if you have to it's look not, at a book to do that, maybe you're not that great. And if you're a PGA pro, most likely, like, you've been on the tour more than a year. But if you haven't, I mean, it's not like you're going in and playing on Thursday. You go in, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, you've hit putts like, on that green for three days. Three days. Right. Figure it out. If you can't figure it out by then, I mean, that's why these guys are so great. Yeah. It's different grass. Draw your you own know, they, book. Yeah. Figure out make during your, your practice your own, rounds. Yeah, make your own notes, and you have a caddy who uh, usually has a right. pretty good sense of how and green's going to If you got break. a good caddy, he's been out walking the course, seeing everything, walking the green, figuring out slopes. If you got a good yeah. caddy, I don't know. I guess I'm. I guess I'm for the ban. There's yeah. there's people saying, well, that's going to slow down pace of play because now people are going to take longer Figured to out. try to read putts. Put a time limit on it. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're going to do anyways. They're doing time limits as it is. So Put a time limit on it. Not to rush the guy, but say, hey, you're a professional golfer. You've played this green for three practice rounds probably already. you got to know what the slope is by now. Start playing the music. Pick a line. Let's go. Like an award show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Nice. I like that. But it could get kind of hairy when it comes down to like a major and the final group or – you know, and someone has the putt that's really like last three holes. Like it's re- like, no nah, man. Like, kind of got to be understanding to that. As long as it's consistent extent. throughout, that's right. Yeah, you know what you know what it is going into it. Yeah, and like if you're in the last group, your caddy had all morning to go get these pin positions for you as well. So yeah, yeah. Ban I'd it. say ban it. The talented guys that can re-green, the cream will rise to the, to the top. Yeah, we really didn't out. talk about like the uh, the PGA how they use the 
scopes and how they use the the yardage. Um, not really, they use all yardage books, but they use the uh, rangefinders. Yes, rangefinders. That didn't like. Oh man, we're using rangefinders, and like it happened, and then it's like, okay, we didn't hear anything about it. It's like didn't. I didn't feel like it affected either way. So yeah, they had a reason for it for that tournament apparently, just because people can go so offline that it would take yeah. much longer for a caddy to walk to find a sprinkler head and try to pace out distance. So I understand it. They only did it for one tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess yeah. maybe they'll look back and say, okay, how much time did that really save? Maybe we can use this more often. Say, yeah. okay, well, if we're going to take longer on the green, let's let them have range finders. They'll be quicker to get to the green maybe. Yeah. And the person who won it, when I mean, Phil won it, and he's the most feel player as it is. Like, I don't yeah, feel like he can. For sure. Yeah. So. All right. Mm. Speaking of time. Something that came up in our group conversation. I love when they play in California so I can watch <laughs> golf in the evening. In the evening? I mean, I yeah. went to bed at like 10 o'clock Thursday night and they were still golfing. So, yeah, I got home yeah. from work and, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, why the hell is Rory and Rory, Dustin Johnson, and, and uh, Justin Rose were like finishing up on 17 or 18? Like Roy was up, like running up to the green to like mark it, so he can hurry up and yeah. so he didn't have to wake up early to to finish their round. Like eh, I guess this isn't bad. I mean, they're probably <laughs> still playing now. Like yeah, I think they are. Yeah, probably. But I just know. Um, I mean, so when do you think they're going to be done? Like ten o'clock then? On. Um, yeah, I mean that's roughly. Well, I don't know. That's Sunday. only seven o'clock there. It's probably not dark there till. Well, after the cut, so, I don't think they'll be that late. Yeah, so like the last group probably be like what two o'clock their time, so five o'clock. Yeah, five nine. six o'clock. Yeah, probably they're done. Perfect on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I love mornings. I woke up and watched the French Open. That was dope. Wimbledon, it's dope. The British Open, waking up in the morning. Yeah, it's always good. Not so much a morning guy. No, you're more in the afternoon. When you work most Fridays and Saturdays. In the mornings that, yeah. The mornings aren't, uh, yeah. I mean, Nick can watch it at work because he's a douche, but. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. Wow. I didn't mean it. Anyways, uh, U.S. Open. It's going on right now. That's the tournament. That's the major. Tory Pines in the, the beautiful city of St. Diego, which everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Means uh, a whale's vagina. That is correct. According to Ron Burgundy, that's what it is. Everyone knows. Um, it's like consistently seventy every single day out there, <laughs> so they know what they're getting. Which is crazy because the rest of the West is in a serious heat wave, like mm-hmm. hundred and twenties for like six days straight. Yeah, not in San Diego. <laughs> Just like <laughs> consistent sun, always. That's nuts. So. I got a quote here uh, from Xander Shoffley, and I thought this was awesome. He said, six or seven years ago, when they announced this site was here on TV, my dad and I were sitting on the couch, and we were like, hey, we need to do whatever we can to get to this tournament. Here we are, sitting here trying to win the thing. That's pretty dope. So he went from just watching golf on TV and be like, oh, I need to be able to get to that tournament when they have it here, to trying to win it. And he's, and he's tied for seventh right now. And I was so close to picking him. 
but I decided not to. I was like, you know what? I don't think he's got enough strength out of these roughs mm-hmm. to do this. But, I mean, you don't need the strength out of the rough if you don't put it in the rough. So, didn't have I, that cross I believe my mind. they also said that he was there when Tiger won it. He was. Yep. That's pretty that cool. That's like his home course, basically. Yeah. He's got a lot of fans there. Just Tiger there, yeah. No, like Xander. A lot of fans cheering Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, him and uh, who else is it? Charlie Hoffman said that he was. Mm-hmm. He grew up there playing junior tournaments and stuff. They played uh, some practice rounds early, Xander and Charlie Hoffman. Could you imagine how much money it costs to live in California, in San Diego? Yeah, a ton. Talk to Shannon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did throw money, only $2, on Charlie Hoffman to be the first-round leader because Charlie Hoffman's an early-playing guy. Yeah. He is a Friday, Thursday-Friday yep. guy. But he's not gonna finish it without finish it out good. And he's from the area, played junior tournaments there. He knows the course. So I just kind of was like, okay, two bucks. And it pays out like I think it was like sixty some dollars. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Charlie Hoffman would be the leader. I think he was in the twenties. Top twenties. Loser. So I lost two bucks there. But don't worry, <laughs> I've made plenty of other bets that I'll probably lose as well. I really want uh, yeah. after today and seeing them what the leaderboard is. I'm really rooting for Louis Usays in the win. No, to see Louis Usays in no, the win, man. He, man. He's finished second in every major to win the grand the grand slam of seconds. It's just is it you, just you me? Push him over edge. Is it just me, or am I always rooting for an American to win a major? I mean, maybe. I Currently, right now, would I like my pick to win? Yes. Who else do I want to win? Another South African. <laughs> That's who I'm rooting for to win. For some money, baby. <laughs> Come on. I, yes. I almost went with Wilco. Wilco. Just because we mentioned him on yep. the show. We and mentioned him. That shit happens. It's going to happen. Here we go. Come on, Wilco. <laughs> He's not doing as good today, but I put money on him. You know, twenty bucks is gonna pay out five thousand dollars. <laughs> Let's go. I'm rooting for Will, you. All right, all right. Wilco, that is one non-American I'll root for, just so Nick can Come get on. twenty bucks 5, for five thousand dollars. Claiming on his taxes. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'll do. That's what I'll so, do. So, so uh, some news that came out before the U.S. Open started. John Rahm cleared his protocol. John Rahm. John, John Rahm. Cleared his protocol. So he was able to play for the U.S. Open. And wouldn't you know it, he just can't catch a break. You sent the thing to us, Kyle, about him playing with, uh, yeah, we know. So he gets over COVID, and now he's got to play with Fat Prick Reed. <laughs> Prick Reed. I have I mean, never heard that before. The man just life. can't catch a break. What do you call Who? Fat Prick Reed? <laughs> oh, his name's Patrick? Man, I thought it was Fat Prick Reed. Oh, man. That's great. Yeah. Anyways, I believe in the words of Jeff, that man is built like a bag of flour. (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) Which, I mean, I resemble that remark. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, the guy can't catch a break. Um, I think Rom's (sighs) doing 
okay. I'd have to look at the board here. T five, man. He's able to overcome. <laughs> That's okay. Overcome the uh, the playing mates T5, that he has to deal two. with. Yeah. Reed two back. He's Reed right is a uh, plus three, so the dude's gonna make the cut. That's that's pretty shitty. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, has, there ever, has there ever been an athlete that like you didn't like, and then they turned around and like, you know what? He's pretty cool. There's athletes I that like I don't. Once you hate. There's athletes I like, that I like out of their sport that hmm. I do not like at all while they're playing. So like Subban for Nick. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't really care for Subban as a player. But just the guy outside of hockey, he's very generous. Very generous guy. So if he was not on a hockey team playing against the Red Wings, yeah, I think he's a really good guy. But he's not. Pryor wasn't a big uh, Ian Poulter fan, but I think he's coming around. I am. Yeah. I'm coming around on him. He's, he made he's, the cut, boy. He's fun. He's a fun guy. Um, but how about uh, how about the picks? Yeah. I mean, I feel <clears throat> like I should just say different names than what I picked just to say different names because I don't like them right now. But uh, We won't yeah. let you. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you guys wouldn't. So, Kyle, your picks. Go ahead. Yeah, my uh, my pick to win, uh, Justin Thomas, and my dark horse was Matt Kuchar, and he stayed dark. Uh, he finished today plus four and a total of plus six, so he's not making the cut. But as of right now, I have one horse in the race. Uh, JT is even tied for 13. So I got him at t- uh, tied for 14 currently. Oh, even. Must have changed. Tied for 14. All right. Kevin, your picks. Yes. I went for uh, the Bryson DeChambeau back-to-back win. Mm. Mm. Okay. Currently even. And? And Brian Harmon. So looks to... Currently plus one. Yep, at uh, T22. So it looks like you got, again, both of your guys making a cut. Looking to make a double pay. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's big for major. It is. Um, myself, well, I mentioned I was going to go Xander, but I didn't think he had enough muscle to get out of this uh, five-inch thick rough. So I went with Gary Woodland as my dark horse, thinking he's got the muscle to do it. Uh, tied for 42 at plus three. So I guess he's making the cut just barely. <laughs> you are not making a lot of money this week. And, you know, Tony Fino, who is just – Top 10 all the time. Not this time. Mr. Top 10 is uh, Mr. Missing the Cut. Yeah, I was so close to going Xander and Wilco, and I talked myself out of it right before I sent the message to you, Kyle. Dang. And went Tony Fino, Gary Woodland. You guys should have seen me Thursday morning going over this field. One of my buddies at work is like, dude, what are you like? What are you doing? What are you stressing about? Like, I had a stomach ache trying to pick my two guys this week. It's like you're day trading. Like, what, yeah. what stocks up? Like, actually, no, I'm just picking two random guys for I no do. money. Just, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What do you get? Well, nothing. Bragging, just, bragging rights. Yeah. Exactly. We get this fake money that another friend is going to keep track of. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So uh, I got one guy in, barely. Kyle, you got a guy in. 
Not so barely. Looks like he's T13 now. App must have just updated. Mm. Um, I did I did have a Springer's picks. Yep, I got Sean those in Springer. here too. Um, he went with Mark Leishman. Mm-hmm. T31 plus two. And then he missed the cut with Ortiz at plus six. Yeah. So, how about the story so far with this? Was it Richard Blaine? Bland? Bland. Dude, this guy is, what, is 47, 48 years old? Yeah. Finally won his first ever European event, like after like 20 some years of trying. And he said he, he would have doubled or tripled his, uh, majors if you like the Monday qualifiers and everything he said if he got one stroke back on every qualifier or every like tournament he needed to get in like the way that Ricky lost it by one stroke mm-hmm. he said if if he did that over his career he'd have like eight to ten more majors he would have played in but he's like that's just the way that it falls and I'm just happy to be here I'm like that's sweet. he's taking advantage of it so. I, right? I think I heard the stat that he turned pro in 1996, which is before half the field was born. I think <laughs> I heard that stat. Damn. Same year as Tiger. Damn. Yeah. Imagine going, oh, how envious you'd be and to be a pro in 96 and see like, oh, Tiger Woods just won 80 times. It's a hard time to become a pro. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> yeah. That was the worst time for anybody else to be a pro. Like, look at Phil. That was... Yeah. Phil Mickelson at any other time in golf would have been crazy good. I mean, he is still good, but like the stats would have been there. He's he's with Tiger, so it's like, yeah. Well, I guess that's out the window of me being like, nothing wrong with second best. But still a lot of money. Tiger also made him a lot of money. Yeah, I think he's finished. I think he's second all time in, in money on tour. Obviously, next to Tiger. Also, they're not making documentaries about Phil fucking up all the time, and so true. You know. not yet. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, he he doesn't have that match. Yeah, uh, drank too much Still. coffee and drove off the road. Yeah, <laughs> he was just so antsy. His legs too were soon. bouncing, just smashing the gas. Too soon. So I much engaged the calves yes. too soon. He should be always speeding around with those calves, just weighing the foot down. Right. Yeah. Now that the match is going on with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he's even going to play. What? Who's going to play? Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's playing in the match, but I don't know if he's ever going to play for Green Bay again. That's a standstill. He says he's not. Yeah, probably not. He's going to sit. They're not going to trade him. He's not going to play. Yeah. He's going to sit. What if the Lions trade? And get him and trade golf. Would you guys be Aaron Rodgers fans? No, I don't want that to happen. Listen, but oh, that to go back to your former question, I hate Aaron Rodgers as a Packer <laughs> on Jeopardy and in everything else he does. He seems like a pretty good guy. Seems like he's kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. I'm Pat McAfee show is pretty. He's a personable dude. Yeah, but because of what he does as a sport, as his profession, I don't like to do. And because he gets every fucking call ever. Exactly. He just seems like a total bitch on the football field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, he goes from total bitch to pretty, pretty <laughs> likable dude. He's a pretty okay guy. <laughs> I share beer with him. That's what sports will do to you, man. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it sure is. So those are our picks. Currently, we know just how terrible at least two of us are. 
and well, Springer too. He missed, had a guy miss the cut. Um, but Kevin, once again, two guys gonna make the cut. Double payday for you. I'm, and I'm this time it counts. Pretty good at randomly selecting yeah. golfers. You are. <laughs> so that is uh, our our U.S. Open talk, I believe. Unless you have more, you want to jump into. Speaking of jump, uh, Bryson jumping behind Rooks' oh, yeah. interview. Yeah. How can you ask to ask not like to not be involved in? They talk about like them not wanting to pair together, or his party said that they don't want Brooks and them pairing together, and then he goes and does something like that. Like, yeah, come on. But do you believe that somebody asked Bryson's camp to be matched up? with Brooks and do you believe they answered no or is it something that somebody made up that's a Brooks fan to downgrade Bryson I think if it was like a lie I feel like Bryson would like say something Um, and having it being the US Open like this is a big event I mean he won it last year he doesn't want any more distractions than he already has on the golf course Um, he's trying to win it and I think that would just kind of level everything out, really. So for him to just play with whoever he had without Brooks, because you know that's going to be, he knows that's going to be a an issue. Um, on top of trying to play <laughs> in a freaking U.S. Open, which is like the hardest, yeah, the rounds hardest. of golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so want to at least that, make the cut because then you make some money. Yeah. So, so for him, I wouldn't want to be paired on a on a Thursday Friday either. I'd want it to both of you play to the point where you are paired together, which possibly we could get here. Mm-hmm. And then you've made the cut. You're going to be paid, whether you finish last within the guys that made the cut or not. You're going to make money. But it could happen now. Yeah. Now it can happen. I, I feel like I like. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm more. I like. Uh, I like Bryson more than I think I like Brooks. Just because, yeah, he's a tryhard when it comes to Bryson's uh, tryhard when it comes to golf and wants to try to figure everything out. And but that's like the game. That's why you're always on the range because you're always trying to perfect something. And like just that hunger and appreciation for someone being like, I don't know the answers, but I'm gonna try as hard as I can to figure it out. And then for someone to just be as like cocky and be like, meh, I don't really like golf, but I'm do good you, at it. Do you feel bad for Bryson's caddy at all? For Bryson's? He carries his bag for six hours on the course, walking around, like reading the course for him and everything. And then you got another four hours on the range until dark that you got to just oh, Bry- hang around. Bryson's, yeah. Clean his clubs again and throw him a ball and. I mean that's why he says the whole team when the team when when you win the whole team wins so when he eats I'm guessing that the caddy eats pretty well too so well yeah that's, that's true so as a I'm a Bryson fan yeah I don't dislike Brooks I like him a lot but I would say that it could be true and I would totally see Bryson not wanting to be paired up like yeah. like I think he knows that his game is easily impaired. Mm-hmm. His mind is not so strong <laughs> to block out. I mean, he's made it clear in the last two weeks with uh, uh, Brooksy. Uh, Brooksy. Yeah, Brooksy. Yeah. yeah. 
Preacher. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be more of and it'd be more hurtful for his game for him rather than it would be for Brooks because Brooks can just turn it off and just go like robot mode. Yeah. As for Bryson, Bryson has like shown that he's human and he he doesn't like when people don't like him. Like but he's just when he says I'm just trying to figure this out. Like no one's done that this way before and I'm just trying to in my brain trying to make it as simple as I can. And if that offends people, which me trying different things, then sorry, but this is just how my brain works and how everything I process. So, well, we'll see if they end up getting paired on a Saturday. Um, they're both even, I believe now, so that would be pretty cool that they played their way into being paired, not impaired, but being paired, being paired. Um. Let's jump into something I learned this week. Kyle, did you have anything for something that you learned this week? Something I learned this week. Um, I was thinking about this earlier when you texted me while I was wrapping all of Logan's presents. Happy birthday, um, Logan, by the way. Yeah. Happy birthday, Logan. Yeah, Logan's birthday is on Saturday, so everyone... Sad birthday to him. He'll turn two. So he's uh he's really into Toy Story and Monsters Inc. right now. Um so that's kind of the theme. That and trains. Um not so much swimming pools. Not so much train <laughs> train noises in the swimming pool. <laughs> swimming pools. Okay. But um I guess I never when Logan turned one, we didn't really make a big I mean, we did make a big deal out of it because we had like a party and the cake and everything like that. But now that he's two and there's things that he's interested in, like I spare no expense to like if he wants it, then like it's a toy. Like at Target, we go through and he wants a train that's three dollars. I'm like, yep, get it. Uh, this, you know, get it. Like it's not super expensive stuff, but it makes him happy. And I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm more of a pushover and. I've learned that I really spared and really no expense when it comes to to Logan. If he wants something, I'll get it for him. But I rarely buy stuff for myself. Like I've I've had this shirt for I don't know probably six years now. I don't think I've ever Michelle buys like my, my shirts or if I need shorts, like my shorts are fine. And then she was like, "Where'd those shorts go?" And I threw them out. We got you new ones. Oh, I thought they were fine, but whatever. So I never buy myself anything. So I, I guess I have learned that I spend a lot more of my money easily on my son and and my family than I would myself. So so you've you've learned to care less about yourself and more about family. Yeah, like it's just more of a I don't know. It's something that it's. Over time, I, like there's only, I mean, now we only have 16 more years before, you know, you go up to school and it's just something to think about. And it's just like, kind of like when you're golfing, like you live in the present, you live in the now and, and this is the next shot you have and you make the most out of it. So it's very no expense and let's have fun. And you, um, you got a lot more deep than what mine of what I learned this week is. Same here. <laughs> 
So I don't know. I'm just. I was wrapping presents. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm wrapping another one. Then I wrap another one. I'm like, shit. I guess shit. I just been. Like, I don't know. Okay. Did you, uh, learn, did you learn facts about farts or? Oh, wow. <laughs> Kevin? Or how to, how to eat a uh, hot dog without. Nope. Lizzie <laughs> uh, Gripper. Kevin, what did you learn this week? <clears throat> All right. Um,. This is a. I read an interesting article this okay. week. Uh, as most people know, I'm a fan of country music. Mm. And the Academy of Country Music Awards, they, uh, their viewership has gone down 50% in the last three years. Okay. And apparently, this is a trend with all award shows. Probably. Yep. Because, from what I find, most people under 30 don't have cable. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. cord cutters. Yeah, cord cutters. Yeah. And then also, country music sucks. New country. <laughs> oh, yeah. New country New music country. sucks. Okay. So you have the older generation. I feel like you learned that a while ago, though. Oh, God, yeah. I fucking hate new country so much. Uh, so I, do you? are you a fan of... I mean, Chris Stapleton has a great voice, obviously, but are you getting to the point where he's getting pop and you're like, mm. no, God, no. Chris Stapleton's great. Okay, good. He doesn't really, but also fall they into played that. like two of his yeah. songs on the radio ever. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And he has a whole career before that. Mm-hmm. But that Brown guy, Kane Brown, is just uh, god awful. Yeah. Luke Bryan, <laughs> Jason Aldean, uh, Sam Hunt, probably the. Worst thing to ever happen in the world. Of country? No. Just the world? Just the world. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So I, I found that interesting because their viewership has dropped 50% in the last three years. They uh, it, CBS paid that production company $20 million to air it this year. That production company told them they wanted $22 million to air it next year. And CBS didn't even counteroffer. They were just like, nah, yeah. we don't want to. <laughs> people Dang. care a lot less about the awards these people are winning and just want them to make good music. Yeah, and that's not happening. Like The I older, heard, the older that. generation that has cable, like we're talking 50s, 60s, I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, They're fans of legends like George Strait, Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't winning awards. They're not even a part of it anymore. They've been forced out by this same tune, randomly throw in the words Bud Light, Dirt Road, Pickup Truck, and put some drum to it. And that is country music. So I got a lot of enjoyment reading the article. I would like to know, Kevin, the five worst country artists in your mind. Ooh, I'm gonna Your your top five or your uh, your worst of country currently. I don't know. I'm not, I'd have to think about that a little more. Like, like I named what off. What I, I can do here, I will do what I Luke learned. Bryan. I'll do what I learned this week. You think about that right. and see if you have your list at the end. All right. And then uh, we'll ask you when I'm done. Your what worst five. 
And do you have your Mount Rushmore of country? I, mean, I could I could come up with that too. Okay. No, I feel <laughs> like you wouldn't be too much, you wouldn't be listening at all to what I learned this week if you're trying to do that. I'm not listening. Look, Anybody got a I'm pen? listening. I have actually three things I Ooh. learned this week. I'm, I'm doing, you know, overachieve. Um, did you guys know that it's impossible for an elephant to jump? Impossible. I didn't know that, but really? every bone in the elephant's legs are vertical bones. They do not have any horizontal bones to have the spring effect to jump. Elephants are physically incapable of jumping. I learned that. Yeah. That makes me just like kind of break. Because you would never like picture an elephant jumping. Right. They just don't, they you, don't jump. You get them on their hind legs. Yeah, they don't like jump. Circus. Yeah, they just don't jump. Hmm. Second thing, um, there's a Paul McCartney song. My entire life, I thought the title was something different than what the title is. Hmm. So I'm going to play some of this song. I can't play a lot, copyright stuff. <laughs> see if you guys have heard this song. And then uh, see what you think the title is. Maybe you know the title. Maybe you think you know the title. But uh, here's the song. Baby, I'm amazed the way you love me all the time. Maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you. Maybe I'm amazed the way you pulled me out of time. Okay. I don't know if that's too much for copyright or not. Well, if I have, know, you got, have you guys heard that song before? I've heard. I don't it. know if I've I don't know the song. I've heard it. I don't. I couldn't tell you the title of it. Okay. So my entire life, I thought that song was called "Baby, I'm Amazed." Okay. Because he says "baby" quite a bit in the song. You know, he says. Right. Right. And that's "baby." The song's actually called "Maybe." I'm amazed. And I was like, what? Wait a second. No, the song's not called Maybe I'm Amazed. That's pretty life-changing, I would say. <laughs> yeah. The song is called Maybe I'm Amazed. Maybe? And I thought, no, the whole time I've ever heard this song, which is a while ago, and I've, they don't play it much, but I've heard it a couple times, <laughs> my brain, it's Baby I'm Amazed. So really what I learned was Paul McCartney really sucks at naming his songs. And he really needs to get his shit together when it comes to naming some of these songs. Get your shit together. Yeah. It's it's baby, I'm amazed, Paul. Not maybe. <laughs> so that was number two. And thirdly, but uh, definitely not last to uh, shock you here. This is probably the most shocking thing I've learned this week. Did you guys know that hunting unicorns is legal in Michigan? As it should be. They are overrunning everything. So, guess where you can get a... A unicorn license? A unicorn license. Any ideas here, boys? Where you can get a license to hunt unicorns? Jay's Sporting Goods. Jay's Sporting Goods. No. Um, This will be a shock. Uh, LSSU, Lake Superior State University. Mm. Yeah. 
The they, Lakers. Uh, Lakers hate unicorns. It's known. <laughs> it's ridiculous is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Lake Superior State University of Michigan here uh, says offers a unicorn hunting license. Uh, says the chief, chief herald of the unicorn hunters once was quoted saying, the pursuit of the unicorn is a lonely quest. So on, it is. on LSSU's website, the school's website, they have a thing for unicorn hunters. So here's the questing territories for hunting unicorns. Enchanted forests, earth, oh. outer space, and imagination. Now, imagination. Quest, questing season for unicorns here is all days of the year except Valentine's Day. No unicorn pursuit is allowed during the 24 hours of love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. The questing hours. No shot. Is I'm not making this up. This is on LSSU's website. The questing hours, day or night, except when the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus is around, there's only so much magic available at one time. Now, there is a bag limit to unicorns, boys. What? There's a bag limit. One unicorn per month. Now, a success ratio higher than this often results in a form of euphoria which sometimes requires a mental truss, which is also rare to come by. What the hell? Where did you find this? Now, female unicorns cannot be taken. Since no one has ever sighted a female unicorn, it is believed that males reproduce asexually for unicorns. Yes. So, so that rule doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, they just don't believe there's females. So if you come across one, not only is that extremely rare, but you may have just like broken the minds of unicorn hunters. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Make sure you let everybody know you've got one. Yeah. Like they weren't broken before. Yes. Um, I often wonder how much uh, maybe LSD that these people are on when they came up with this. Um, we recommend that unicorn questers bring the following supplies. Uh, serious intent. General levity. Sweet talk and refreshing beverages. So a flask of cognac for adults, juice box for the kids, and a bottle of medieval potions for the unicorns. Medieval potions. Yes. You should also have nail clippers with a file, a hoof and horn trimmer, hoof and horn polish, ribbons, and lambic pantometer? That's optional. I don't know what that is, but it's optional. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But I just learned, you know, you can hunt uh, unicorns in, in Michigan, apparently, and you can actually get a real license. Now, they also have notes here for the grown-ups. Kids are not allowed do we here. Know, do we know how much it is to, to buy a unicorn I license? Haven't, I haven't clicked the link to that, but I just might hear on air. <laughs> I don't know if you should do that. It says... <laughs> <laughs> Dark this, is, stuff, I feel like. this is for the grown-ups only no kids allowed here unicorn bait mm. the only legal unicorn bait is a virgin while not <laughs> illegal to use simulated virgins such practice is, is definitely simulated? not cricket 
as as any student of uh, Arthurian <clears throat> legends know, but they also say that you should uh, recommended colors for your uniform or your garb, Mordred red or Gowan green. They're also pretty partial to purple. I like that. It is known. So as far as the license go, they consider the activity a privilege and an honor in the event that unicorn herds diminish to the number smaller than five per square dream, a drawing will be held to determine license uh, holders. So in case Damn. the herd gets low. So. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, one right here. Well, that's not license? Unicorn? No, <laughs> not a unicorn license. But we went, this is off. Are you done with your our unicorn? Yes, I am done with that. Okay. That is the third thing that I learned. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yes, Lake Superior State University can uh, issue you a unicorn hunter's license. So, for anyone that's looking for a unicorn license, check that out. We went strawberry picking this past weekend, and there's okay. a sheet of information. Strawberries. Guess how many seeds are in one strawberry? I'm going to say it has to be an average of seeds because I'm sure it is different unless there's exactly the same number in every strawberry. I don't think. Okay, an average then. Uh, 58. Kevin? Um, 292. 200. Wow. Yep. Um, I must get small strawberries. <laughs> did you know that strawberries are a member of the rose family? I did not. Mm-hmm. No. And strawberries have more vitamin C than an orange. I did not. Boom. 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 Knowledge. Knowledge bomb. And that right, Kevin. is what we learned this week. Yeah. Now, Kevin, Kevin I'd like to hear the worst five music artists, current music artists in your mind. Okay. So... Let's keep in mind, just like Aaron Rodgers, nothing against these people. I just don't like what they do for a living. Is this in any particular order? No. Okay. So just your five bottom and no order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt, Kane Brown, Kane Brown. Yep. Yeah. Sugarland, Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay. Put honorable mention on there Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, and Florida Georgia Line. I was waiting for Florida Georgia Line. (laughs) So there's your honorable mentions as well. All right. Wait, wait, what did you say? The Say that again, the honorable mentions. It was, sorry. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Florida Georgia Line. All right. I thought I heard something about, there's one group that you said that reminds me of, they sound like Rascal Flats. Who Dan is Dan and Shay? Dan and Shay. Yes. I think they sound exactly like, this is Rascal Flats. I'm like, Michelle's like, no, it's not. I'm like, oh. Oh. Well, it sounds like him. <laughs> well, it sounds like him. So who's your top four? Do you have your, do you have your top four? I can't do time? a top four. Can there's like, there's so many artists, 70s, 80s, 90s, and even current, like the Sturgill Simpsons, the Cody Jinks, and Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ryan Bingham, who's on um, Yellowstone. 
So if somebody says, hey, play a country song, what's the first one you pick? Oh, shit. <laughs> Can you be more specific? Like No. New country? No. Like uh, we're, 90s we're, we're country? We're sitting around a bonfire, and you got control, and someone says, hey, play play a country song. It's, it's, this is bonfire it's material. Fe- it's Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. It's always Feathered Indians. Okay. It always has been. It always will be. That's That's a great one. That is a great one. Like that. Well, that uh, that <laughs> has no idea what that is, but no, I think he no does. Idea. No idea. No. no? Idea. Man, you should have. No. You <laughs> should. Send me a link. You should. I thought you would have told me like a George Strait song or Alan Jackson. <sighs> yeah. See, <laughs> that's why I can't pick top four. You can't go wrong for, with any of it. Just all right. There's I mean, like it's a gar- six generations or six decades to pick from. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a Garth Brooks summer guy, so come on. <laughs> okay, it's definitely not Garth Brooks. I can tell you that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna cut her sh- cut her short right here, and it's not even it's, short. It's not short at no, all. We're gonna cut it long right here. <laughs> um, that was episode forty four. We'll see how we do with the U.S. Open come Monday. Um, I'm not gonna make much. I'll be last. I'll I'll say it right now. I'll be in last place. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, I'll say it too. You will probably be in first, Kyle. You will probably be in second, but we will see when the tournament ends. Hopefully, we get the Brooks uh, Brooks matchup come tomorrow. Maybe. We will figure that out. Dope. Um, yep, that's episode forty four. Thank you guys for listening, and once again, hopefully, we can get our guest for the next one. We'll work on that for you. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kevin. We'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. Here we are at the end of the episode. Yeah, you listened all the way through to the end. Uh, We want to wish... All the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Hope everyone had a wonderful time with their families. Uh, Thank you again for listening to our podcast. This is episode 44, and we'll see you next week.